I was at a table with referees. This is like a room full of accountants. Spicy. And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. And remember that night that I yelled at, in the bubble at Bob? Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats. Well, it's an empty arena, so like your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. That was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Away we go. Happy hump day, everybody. We are live on Game Plus TV and live streaming digitally <clears throat> on this uh, Wednesday, August the 11th. Don't mind me. I'm just tweeting all the links to watch and listen to the show. But you're here, and uh, you folks take the priority. How are you, Moose? I'm doing great. How are you? You had a good 22 hours since I saw you last? Oh, yeah. I'm of good. Of course. You got the memo on wearing blue I today, did, so maybe. that's good. Yeah. We look like we match. I love it. You ready to talk sports? I am. We're in the bunker here. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us for coffee on this Wednesday. And it is episode number 545 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, coming up on the program today, I got a little Winnipeg state of mind today, as you can tell. Yeah. Sportsnet Sean Reynolds will join us. So fantastic timing on that because there's breaking news today with the Winnipeg Jets. And Carson Lambos of the Winnipeg Ice, first round NHL draft choice. Uh, well, you guys just rolled the clip from the WHL bubble. Um, Carson Lambos playing with the ice. First round pick. And from what I understand, I was talking to some Greeks. As a matter of fact, I think you were with me. Right? They said, Lambos, wonderful Greek boy. Wonderful Greek boy from Winnipeg. Him and his brother. Do you remember that? You were yes. with me. Yes. And uh, so I want to ask him about the Greek community in Winnipeg. Plus hockey. Yeah. And all the rest. So that's coming up today and a lot of football talk. Can we hit the... Uh, Quick six show horn, please. Let's get going. Let's get right into it. By the way, this is the warm-up. It's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric, let's get to work. And I guess while we're on that theme of the uh, Western Hockey League, it's not in my quick six show topics, but ticket prices for the Regina Pats Hockey Club, God's team, the first team I ever loved, the team I love the most, the team I will love last, Season ticket costs have jumped 40%. So, hey, hey, that's what you're saying. I'm not necessarily saying that. But we got a conference call later on today, me and my seat mates, and we're going to, yeah. So I said to Darren before in our little pre-meeting here, I said, I don't care that it's major junior hockey. You people love, you people love the ticket talk. Whether it's NFL, NBA, CFL, yeah. NHL, MLS, you love the ticket talk, pricing, blah, blah, blah. So I will get into that a little later on here in the quick six show topics. But uh, mine are a little out of order. That's the one great thing about daytime sports talk. Things go on in the morning. Breaking news from Winnipeg. This has usurped everything. It's now my number one pick. The Winnipeg Jets announced today they have agreed to terms with defenseman Neil Pionk on a four-year contract with an average annual value of $5.875 million. Pionk, 26 years of age, recorded 32 points and 20 PIMS in 54 games for the Jets last season before adding four assists and two PIMS in eight playoff games. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. Did you know that? I did not. Uh, so is Warren Buffett. I wonder if they know each other. 
Good question. Neil Pionk has played 226 games in four NHL seasons for the Jets and the New York Rangers and posted 117 points in 99 Pim's career. He leads all Jets defensemen in points, 77, and assists, 68, over his two seasons with the team. And he ranks 13th among NHL Blue Liners in points and 9th in assists since the start of the 2019-2020 season. So the Jets sent me that email this morning. I just love me our Winnipeg sports teams. It's just a, been a, just a real nice fit. Mm-hmm. You know how we've melted that border over there between the 306 and the 204. So that was my number one thing. Neil Pionk uh, signing a four-year extension or a new deal. And we'll talk with Sean Reynolds about that. Are you ready to move on to other things? Sure. The, uh, the game that we blew up, the doubleheader yesterday between the Jays and the Angels, did not live up to its billing. Not no. at all. I don't know how much you were paying attention to that. They split yeah. the doubleheader in Anaheim. And so they'll do it again. Two of the candidates in the American League MVP race, Angels two-way star Shohei Otani and Jay Slugger, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. will meet again in Anaheim tonight. Both had a relatively quiet doubleheader Tuesday. Otani was one for seven with a walk and a run scored. Vladdy went one for eight with an RBI and five strikeouts. The Angels won the opener 6-3. The Blue Jays took the nightcap 4 nothing. Otani will start... Thursday, pitching against the Blue Jays. So that's where the rubber will meet the road. Oh, yeah. That's the one you want to watch. That's right. Sorry sorry for the bum steer. Saying yesterday is the game you wanted to see. The games, because it didn't live up to that. Ready to move on? Yeah. Uh, point three, the story that I came out with yesterday that the Calgary Stampeders have a buyer. I tweeted it. I know that it's got a lot of the media's heads popping off in Calgary. And I don't know why I said I don't know exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of that they're covering it up, the media. And I apologize for that right now because what I've learned in the last 24 hours, they're not covering up anything. They don't know about it. So two, now two sources close to the Calgary Stampeders have confirmed this to me. I'll go one step further because I was on the phone last night with the guy, and he said that the Flames have been trying to unload the Calgary Stampeders for a year and a half to two years. I think the quote from him was, it hasn't gone the way the Flames had hoped or would have liked. So they're trying to sell the Calgary Stampeders. Apparently they've got a guy, and he doesn't want to be identified. So I said to my source, he doesn't want to be identified now or ever. Is he like that silent money guy and somebody else is the face? He goes, well, just for now, he doesn't want to be identified. But the one thing, you saw the reaction on Twitter yesterday, people were, the Stamps were for sale? You, you, anybody who says that just doesn't understand business because everything's for sale. Everything. So this guy wants to buy the Stampeders. Is it imminent? I don't know. It just sounds like they've got two parties that have a mutual interest in selling this franchise. So I think it'll get done. So we'll see. Point four. Hard Knocks debuted uh, the 2021 season last night on HBO. I watched it featuring America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. And it's funny, this morning, USA Today had a headline, five takeaways from Hard Knocks. I started reading it. I'm like, what am I reading this for? I don't need your five takeaways. I got a couple. Number one, I was not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. I think people that watch this show know that. I'm less of a Dak Prescott fan coming out of watching this show. What a whiner. What a whiner. Look, I understand you want to take every rep. I get it. You can't take every single rep. Did you notice that? Yeah. He was very upset that he couldn't. That he was pulled early in this training camp a couple of weeks ago because they want to give the backups some work. Danny Bonaducci, the backup quarterback. 
well, Ben DiNucci is his name, but I call him Danny Bonaducci, which means nothing to you, do you? He's the star <laughs> of the Partridge family. Anyways, right. uh, that was one. Dak, come on, stop whining. Let these other guys have some work. And then, of course, he ends up getting hurt. Two, the biggest one was Jera when he was talking to the team. I thought it was the head therapist. You said it was the team doctor. Yeah, it was but, one of the two. Yeah, so he's writing with an HB pencil <laughs> these notes on Dak talking with the medical staff on the phone. And we all take away different things. But my thing was this. He's eating a McDonald's Egg McMuffin, Jarrah Jones. And people are saying, well, what's odd about that? Eh, he's worth $7, 8000000000 billion. How does he not have a Red Seal chef at his ready? You know, here you go, Mr. Jones. We, you know, with his choice, an omelet station. Yeah, exactly. He's got Benedict or something like. <laughs> right. An omelet station, a guy cutting a roast at the end of the table. Jerry, are you, when you're done with the trainer, we have your choice here of ham, roast beef. Uh, do you want that in your omelet, Mr. Jones? He's eating an Egg McMuffin. He's almost 80. And he's dumping salt on it <laughs> yeah. like he's going to the electric chair tomorrow. <laughs> that was awesome, right? When, yeah, he put some salt on the end of it. And, you know, it's funny how he was on the phone, though. He finds out, can he throw? Can he throw at least a short pass? You know, wants to get him moving. Okay, well, if he can't throw, at least keep his legs moving, whatever. When he had had enough and he had heard all he needed to hear from the athletic therapist, the guy still wanted to talk and give some more information. He's like, okay, then we'll talk to you later. And he hangs up and starts eating his sandwich in the middle of the call. But uh, yeah. yeah, Jerry being Jerry. Those were my two takeaways. Dax Whiny and Jerry eats Egg McMuffins slathered in salt, which makes me love him more. Oh, yeah. Uh, from some of the viewers here, uh, Chris Bird in Toronto says, LOL, Egg McMuffins are the food of billionaires. Stacy Champagne says even Trump enjoys a good cheeseburger. Actually, his was KFC. Yeah. Yep. Look at him. Yeah. Does that surprise Clearly. you? Clearly. Uh, Aaron Beach, regarding Dak's whininess, says the guy who broke his leg last year should understand why backups need to get some reps. Well, and they had him on a pitch count, right? They didn't want him to work too hard. And so a little bit whiny. The one takeaway I had was Mike McCarthy came off as awkward to me. I don't like him. Very awkward. You know, he's doing his speech, but he doesn't know where his speech is going. So then he, you know, flexes that he's got a Super Bowl ring and then talks about what it takes to win a Super Bowl. And it was really awkward and didn't really fit. And then, you know, he's talking to Jerry Jones about Dak and the injury. And Jerry's like, okay, then pats him on the back and walks away like mid-sentence and then an awkward exchange with Dak. So it's just, it just feels like Mike McCarthy, you know, although a smart football mind and good guy, just he feels awkward. Doesn't feel like the leader of that team. Funny you say that, and I'm still tweeting here, but uh, I'm just tweeting a Dak Prescott thing here. Here we go. Let's go. There's just a fit and there's not a fit. Yeah. And from since they've hired... Mike McCarthy, it doesn't seem like, hasn't seemed like a fit. Yeah. He did a brutal job last year coaching America's team. I'm going to make a prediction right now, a BLP, a bold Lynch prediction right now. Mike McCarthy doesn't last the year in Dallas. He will be fired. And who they bring in, I have no idea. It just, it's not a fit. You sniffed it out and you're not even a Cowboys fan. Right. Maybe it's a good thing that you're viewing it from 30,000 feet. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you see it a little more clearly than I do. That's right. So, anyways, that's our take from Hard Knocks. I look forward to watching the rest of the series. 
Dallas going to be a, they are going to be a good team. They have the talent. And the other thing was Ezekiel Elliott is everything that I expected that he would be. He's just a little goofy guy. He's just a fun kid. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. he's a kid. Yeah. That's pretty good watching those guys and him and Dak and the birthday and everything else. So it was good. It'll be it'll be a fun season to watch. It's funny. Uh, C. Harvey's watching on YouTube and says, seems like most athletes are whiny bitches to some degree. <laughs> Can I say this? It's funny you say that because ah, I, I don't know what people think about me. I literally do not care because most don't know me. So that's fine. But when people talk about, oh, this guy in sports, that guy in sports, coach, player, they say, this is really cocky. And I'm like, we're all cocky. All of us. The question is, to what degree? Yeah. Like, G. Roy Simon would sit right there and tell you that he believed he was the best receiver on the planet. G. Roy Simon, the best receiver on the planet. You're not going to meet a nicer guy than G. Roy Simon. Like, you would think that's a very arrogant thing to say. Yeah. You need to believe in yourself to make it on the field, in this business, in life. But I say, oh, he's really cocky. We all are. I can handle a cocky guy. Are you a nice person? There's a difference. Yeah. Right? Uh, the poll question today, I don't know why this has jumped out at me right now, but for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, which is Canada's game of the week in the CFL? And your options are the BC Lions at Calgary, Toronto Argonauts at Winnipeg, Montreal at Edmonton, and Hamilton at Saskatchewan. I'm voting for Argos Bombers because we're going to be there. It's a battle of uh, division leaders, undefeated teams. That's my vote. I would assume you'll go along with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got 24 hours to vote on that, which is Canada's game of the week. And that's leading. Toronto, Winnipeg is leading. On Facebook? Oh, yeah. 43% of the vote. So, Well, on Twitter, uh, Cats Riders is leading. That's not surprising. So just wanted to point that out there. Um, points. I'm out of order with my points here because I'm moving them around. Uh, NHL notes. We mentioned the Neil Pionk signing. Four years. Annual average value of $5.8 million. What a great. That was the Truba trade, right? That's ended up being a really good trade for the Winnipeg Jets. Kevin Sheveldayoff doesn't miss on many. Name one that he's missed. Had to get rid of line A. I can't think of any. No, it's a good signing. And the dollar amount's not too crazy. A guy who's going to log a lot of minutes. And he's, you know, a guy who's, who's underrated. I really think he's underrated. The point production he puts up, the minutes he logs, the role he can play to that Winnipeg, you know, blue line. And they got him in at a comfortable cap hit. Less than $6 million. I think it's I think it's a win for, for Winnipeg. Tony Esposito passing away. Tony O. Uh, at the age of, I think they said 78. That's and I got, a, I, got a, I got a Tony Esposito story, which wouldn't probably surprise you. Memorial Cup, Spokane, 1998. The dub guys just, what? Just perked up. Uh, we were in a club called The Ram. It was amazing. It was one of the greatest clubs I've ever been in in my life. It was three floors. It was right across from the Spokane Arena. You people in the state of Washington watching on TDS cable, don't, be afraid to write me your memories of the Ram because it was amazing. The main floor was a sports bar lounge. The second floor was a nightclub. And the top floor was a cigar cigar lounge. So you literally had your whole night covered in one building. Yes. What a dream. (laughs) Some thought went into this. And anyways, I'll never forget Tony Esposito was there. 
And by this part of the night, we had progressed to the night part. Yep. Some guys hand out business cards. Tony O's handing out his hockey cards to people. And you know what? If you could, why wouldn't you? Yeah. He said a stack of his hockey cards. Hey, Tony S was here. Here you go. Nice to meet you. <laughs> never seen that before. Have you? No, I've never seen Although um, there was one guy who used to work for the Saskatoon Yellow Jackets baseball team. His business card was a baseball card. He got his own baseball card. Should be. And on the back of it was instead of the stats, it was his resume, right? Yep. I've worked here, 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 and here's my phone number and my email address. And it looked great. He was wearing a ball cap for the so photo. It's a but, hell of an idea. But most of us, yeah, we don't have our own cards. <laughs> so that's cool. That well, plus, it's Tony Esposito. So that was his thing. He was handing out his hockey card as a business card in the Ram in Spokane one night. And I was just, Pow! And I knew a broadcaster years later from Minnesota, a guy by the name of Dick Jankowski, baseball announcer from Minnesota. He had the same thing. He had cards. And actually, so did, so did Kevin Calabro, the legendary voice of the Seattle Supersonics. But I'm getting off target. I wouldn't. I was thinking about this last night. You didn't ever watch him play. Tony O? Would Absolutely. He, would he have ended just before you started watching? Yeah, right around then. Yeah, okay. 70s, early 80s. Yeah. I remember Tony O. Absolutely. Okay. Big fan. And uh, we are out of time here, but we will come back around and discuss the Regina Pats hiking their season ticket prices. On average, 40% this year to watch the Wonder Boy Connor Bedard. It's not going over too well with the fan base. And uh, like I say, my seatmates and I have a conference call planned for later today with what we're going to do about this. Because you know me, I'll pay anything to watch my team mm-hmm. and to watch that kid. But not everybody's like me. Not everybody loves that team as much as me. And uh, like I said, sports fans like the ticket talk. So we'll get into that a little later. But we're going to Winnipeg next. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet joins us. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Bell MTS Cable carries Game Plus in uh, Manitoba, which, by the way, uh, where the heck is it? Sean from Game Plus is chiming in. Did you see his comment? Did you guys put it up on the screen? Sean, the boss there at Game Plus, says, Happy Wednesday, RP Squad. I like Toronto versus Winnipeg as Game of the Week. I want to see if the Argos are legit. Possible Great Cup meet, uh, matchup. How about that? Perfect. About so that? we got to get your comment in. We just did from Sean McCormick from the Game Plus Studios in downtown Toronto. We're going to Winnipeg next. Again, you're watching live streaming on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 